1: Stress all night Take your mind off your money
0: And focus on your life Money don't matter all the stuff it bought It's the way you think Not what you've got, yeah Unlock your wealth radio Starts now
2: This part of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And guess what? If you want my books but don't want to pay for them, this is one great way to do that. Get them for free. I'm kind of cheap and conservative like that.
0: You know, you may as well. I mean, all the musicians, are giving their music away now, so. Exactly. What the heck?
2: Well, I'm not giving it away, but if you go to Audible, you can get it for free. So isn't
0: that the same thing?
2: Kind of, sort of, (laughs) not (laughs) really. I'm
0: not going to argue with you.
2: Kind of, sort of, not really. It's the magic of publishing. (laughs) I can't let you in on that. It's secrets. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for stopping by. I am Heather Wagonhalls, your hostess with the financial mostess. And this uh, flanking me, gentleman beside me, is uh, the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey,
0: folks. How you doing?
2: And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. First off, uh, we have our uh, first – or our first (laughs) – our fifth key in the Keys to Ridges. This is my first show back from Freedom Fest. Uh, so it's our uh, fifth key in the Keys to Ridges financial wellness series. Take and emotion out of the picture. Yes, it is. Woohoo! And uh, we also have a, a moolah word of the day, and it's about an entity. Sorry, that's your hint. An entity. And then we also have a publisher, author, and uh, amazing writer, um, uh, Paul Dagowitz on today's show. I've got um, so many of these great Unlock Your Wealth TV interviews that that uh, we did that uh, we're going to be able to also broadcast them for you um, throughout the rest of the year. So I'm really excited about oh, these. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there was like so many of them that we did. Just so many people, this unbelievable, and uh, not everybody watches uh, you know TV on YouTube. So if you're not a YouTuber, yeah but you are like an audiophile, maybe you're an iTuneser or you get it from Libsyn or one of the myriad of other places we're available, Spreaker, um, I can't even think of all of them, Uh, then you can listen to these interviews. You don't have to miss out just because you're not watching. So you can get the audio version. Uh, So we've got a lot in store on today's show. I'm pretty excited about that. So um, we sure missed you.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. Yeah. We just had a... Some commitments, and uh, unfortunately, they were booked before you You were booked. Yeah, well... Next year, it won't happen.
2: I know, because you don't want to miss out. It was off the charts. I mean, and it's so amazing to see that many people coming together uh, in uh, the diversity of people from around the world. Yeah. No less. I had this guy came up to me. And uh, he wrote a book on called Beyond Democracy, and he was from the Netherlands, and uh, I can see his book cover right now, but I can't read the name of, of, of the title. But he asked me if I was Dutch because he saw the last name Wagon Halls. And uh, I said, no, actually, I'm not Dutch. I'm I'm Greek and Romanian, and uh, a little German. And my uh, but my husband is German, and that's where that comes from. And he's like, oh, well, that's also Dutch. And I said, well, I was told in German it means daredevil. And he goes, it does in Dutch too. So like for for, uh, after afterwards, every time I ran into him after I I chit chatted with him, he would introduce me as. um, That's. Uh no, uh, Heather this is Heather the Daredevil. <laughs> what was so, your maiden name? Uh my maiden name was Haupt. Like Herr Hauptmann. Oh. So my dad was Greek and German. How would you
0: spell that? H A U G H T P T. P T.
2: P is in Paul, T is in Tom. And I think that that's perfect because any of you trying to commit identity theft in my name can go ahead and start yeah, using really. that.
0: Give it, give, it all, <laughs> give it all you got.
2: Well, I mean, that's what that's, you know, most of the trouble that I had, although, like, I've had it with my married names, my married names, plural, too, so I guess it doesn't matter, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the... So it's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, the whole daredevil thing. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Um, but uh, Freedom Fest was great. You know, I think that one of the things that we lose... Um, sight of when we start wanting to propose all these laws and start regulating other people because it's not us, obviously, that's the problem. It's those other people. So yeah. we should create a law to stop them exactly. from doing what they're doing. And you don't have to like everything that everybody does. Goodness knows I don't like everything everybody does. Um, th- th- you don't have to like it and you certainly don't have to endorse it. But live and let live.
0: Tolerate it at least.
2: Yeah. Live and let live yeah, because th- there's no point – in um you know as long as they are not being violent or controlling right. you in any particular way, you know and they're not you know uh transgressing, then live and let live there's no
0: problem here
2: but here's the bigger thing is if if we don't live and let live and if we can't be personally free or politically free, then we will never be financially free, you know because it takes money to enforce all them stupid laws exactly. And, I, don't know, I
0: don't know how we're paying for all the damn security now. I mean, how does it? It must. It must be just. Over I. The, I don't over know. It's.
2: It's magic accounting. Yeah. It's magic accounting because you know when they balance budgets, they only talk about what goes in in and out for this year. They're not including long term liabilities. They're mm-hmm. not including all of this debt that's got, a, got maturity dates. Yeah. You know, if they looked at it appropriately, they would know that we're not where we're supposed to be.
0: Yeah, we can't keep it up. Can't we? Can't sustain it.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And what's interesting is, you know, I had a bookish kind of accountant friend that actually started taking all the numbers that they were hearing, and they're like talking about, oh, how military spending has increased, and all of this, and like all these people that are trying to say things bad. But he took, and and this is how how much free time he apparently had, <laughs> <laughs> is that he actually compared what finances were when they said where where spending was as a percentage, and as a percentage, it hasn't grown. As a dollar amount, it has. And then, if you inflation adjust, it, it, military spending is actually regressed. He had calculated, mm-hmm. you know. So having to cut back on the mater- military and do this and do that, you know. I mean, I, I was listening to some piece today about how um, financially stricken, you know. Uh, active duty service people are and they're actually serving for their country and they're making less than folks that are on subsidies yeah. like welfare and, yeah. and stuff like that. And so that's just kind of broke my no, heart. so it's bizarre. It's you so know, bizarre. Um, and that teachers and their whole tenure and if yeah. you look at how much teachers work based on the actual days that they work because they have summers off and stuff, they're making way too much money uh, for very little performance and it's mm. not performance-based education. If your kids aren't scoring high then you're a crappy teacher. I don't care how long you've been teaching. Just because you've been teaching twenty years doesn't mean you've gotten it right at <laughs> yeah. that time. So it's kind of a um, it's a tough deal we all could, the way around.
0: We could drag in my the rest of my family and give you a, give you a fight for your money. They're all teachers.
2: Ah! <laughs> got
0: two brothers and, and two sisters.
2: Yeah, but we had a guest of this teacher that became rich. We had, we how uh, to get rich on a teacher's salary. Yeah, and and he wrote a book about it. Yeah. And he's like, so don't say that uh, that poor starving teachers oh, my, my my brother's done tail.
0: really well in the market.
2: Yeah. So anyway, let's uh, let's get to our show stuff, shall we? So let's do our moolah word of the day. Shall we? Entity. An entity. Um, so when we go into business, we create an entity that is outside of ourselves most of the time. Mm-hmm. It could be something simple, um, like a sole proprietorship. You know.
0: I remember paying an entity tax in Connecticut.
2: Uh, Of course you did. You
0: got to love that entity tax.
2: Yes. Uh, So, one of those forms is called a corporation. A corporation is the most common form of business organization and one which is chartered by a state and given many legal rights as an entity separate from its owners. This form of business is characterized by the limited liability of its owners, the issuance of shares of easily transferable stocks, and existence as a going concern. The process of becoming a corporation is called incorporation, and it gives the company separate legal standing from its owners and protects those owners from being personally liable in the event that the company is sued a condition known as limited liability. Incorporation also provides companies with a more flexible way to manage their ownership structure. In addition, there are three different or – I'm sorry, there are three. There are – I was adjusting my glasses there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, kids. In addition, there are different tax implications for corporations, although these can be both advantageous And disadvantageous. In these respects, corporations differ from sole proprietorships and limited partnerships. So what we must understand is there are differences between an S-Corp, an LLC, and a C-Corp. So you have to explore those. So S-Corp is like a sole proprietorship, but it's kind of like it's straddling the fence Mm -hmm. between sole proprietorship and and a corporation. It's one person. But that incorporates. Uh, so that's, if you're thinking about entrepreneurship or you've already begun down that path, it would behoove you to figure out which structure would be best for you. And the only way to do that is to consult a qualified tax attorney. Um And uh, because that's ultimately what's going to make the difference is, you know, how much, how do you want to handle paying taxes on the money? Mm -hmm. Because if there's retained earnings by the company, does the company pay it? Are we in double jeopardy where we're paying taxes, both the corporate tax as well as the like dividend taxes, all this stuff? and that is not to be solved on this show because I am not a CPA tax attorney (laughs) nor do I play one on the radio just in case you were wondering. Uh, I do not purport to have that sort of knowledge. It is beyond my scope as a broadcast professional. So you need to find those people to support you and that's a critical piece. So uh, that's it for today's moolah word of the day. So uh, if you are um, looking to invent or, um, or provide services, you need to consider forming a corporation to help you with your taxes, figure out which is the best setup for you. The key piece is to mitigate liability. You know, So if somebody comes into your ice cream shop and they slip and fall and crack their head, they can't sue you personally and make you um, homeless and destitute, but they can sue the business. Um, and so it limits that. And that's the value, one of the values mm-hmm. of, of doing that. that yeah. There's a tax advantage and there's a liability advantage. So you got to explore those. Uh, so moving right along, this week's key is our fifth key and our keys to riches. And, uh, so now that last week we learned knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. and We understood what, um, the different, um, our, our three, five financial strategy and all of our areas of concern. This is a, a critical piece of the puzzle because this is a biology based money management show. Taking emotion out of the picture is critical For us, But we need to know when. So, for example, we want to be passionate and enthusiastic about the potential to earn money. But when it comes time to spend it, we want to be impartial and reserved, making sure that every dollar moving forward is maximized. So whether we're acquiring something, making an expenditure, is it the most prudent decision that we could possibly make? We don't want to be frivolous with our money, especially with our investments, you know, because you can't get it back if you make if you make a bad investment you know there are no refunds that's why it's called risk <laughs> risk equals no refund but it, it could equal potentially reward and so that's the value of that so uh, this week's key in our keys to riches of financial Uh, philosophy is all about that. Uh, For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We are so glad to have you. Uh, The Keys to Riches is a financial philosophy that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time, on its very own show, yes, sirs and madams and misses and young masters, lads. <laughs> I get them all right, <laughs> young and old alike. Please visit keys to riches.com if you would like to take a video workshop and learn the keys to riches at no charge. That would be the big F R E E, and um, uh. You can learn all about how it is to manage your money effectively from a biology based perspective. So, uh, I am so excited um, because we're moving around right along. We had these great interviews. Freedom Fest was overwhelming and, uh, and very, very exciting. <laughs> This segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is brought to you in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting our website and clicking on the link to uh, uh, protect your financial future and good name right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. That's UnlockYourWealthRadio.com forward slash keep my ID. Uh, So Paul Dykowitz is uh, the um, editorial director at Eagle Publishing, and he's also author of the book Holy Smokes. And it is the golden guidance from Notre Dame's championship chaplain. And uh, this is – it's an inspirational book, and it features the life and advice of Notre Dame's late sports chaplain who helped student athletes, coaches, and many others for more than 40 years to overcome adversity and become successful on and off the athletic field. And we were so fortunate to have met him at Freedom Fest. So let's listen in on our Freedom Fest interview with Paul Dykowitz. (laughs) And the here, host of Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Unlock Your Wealth TV, and we're broadcasting live from Freedom Fest. And I am so excited. I have a fellow author and editor of Eagle Financial Publications. I've got Paul Dykowitz joining us. Paul, welcome to Unlock
1: Your Wealth TV. Thank you. Great to be here with you.
2: So you are quite the busy man. Five
1: publications
2: you oversee.
1: That's right. Uh, One of the ones that's very popular here is the one that's written by Dr. Mark Skousen, who's the founder of Freedom Fest. He writes Forecasts and Strategies. It's a newsletter that's been around for over 35 years. He focuses on a number of different investments that typically have an income opportunity with a dividend payment. Uh, He's also good about getting in and out of investments, knowing when the right times to do things. He just recently uh, invested in some some gold picks. He'd been out of gold for about five years. Uh, And he's also had a number of other great winners that he's been able to uh, do. Um, That's one good solid newsletter without a whole lot of trading if you're not too uh, keen about being uh, a trader on a daily basis. We also have another newsletter that goes to the other side for retirement uh, folks, uh, people who are either approaching retirement or in retirement called Retirement Watch. It's written by retirement expert Bob Carlson who focuses on IRAs and things you can do on estate planning to help people prepare for those times when you might need a a retirement plan to be activated so you don't want to leave your loved ones not in a good situation there. Uh, We have a gentleman also who's focused on income. His name is uh, Brian Perry. He does a newsletter called Cash Machine. I love that name. I know that's a great one and it's appropriate. He's found different ways to provide income in a fairly safe manner for people and it's a very uh, strategic way to approach investing. Uh, and, and, and also, the income-related stocks, those that pay dividends, tend not to fall as much in tough times. So they're more insulated from the drops, and they still provide you some steady income. And that's often a good thing for retirees or the elderly who like to have that income uh, as they as they are older and no longer working. An additional newsletter that we have is called... Um, uh, It's successful ETF investing, and that's done by Doug Fabian, an exchange-traded fund expert who has a number of uh, ways to approach it. He has an aggressive portfolio. He has a uh, growth portfolio, which is a little less aggressive, and an income portfolio for people who want... Uh, their money in a very safe place. Uh, additionally, we have a newsletter called Alpha Investor Letter done by Nicholas Fardy in London. He has degrees from Stanford and Harvard, and he often finds investment opportunities that you wouldn't have heard about otherwise. And he, he's very savvy about looking at new industry trends. For example, he's been focusing on lithium batteries, which are being used in electric cars as well as other sources uh, as a, as a, as a uh, way to generate power. Um, so those are different investment options for people who, who might have various needs.
2: Well, and you know, and that's only a sector, in my estimation, that's going to grow with all of the technology. We just had to do a battery change here on all of our equipment just so we could come and continue to broadcast. So I think that's a good area.
1: And that, that'll be a staggering growth opportunity. So if you're looking for the next Apple or if you're looking for another Microsoft, uh, Nicholas already's on the prowl trying to find those next stocks for you. So tell us about your book. Well, my book actually is a faith-based leadership book. Uh, It's called Holy Smokes, Golden Guidance from Notre Dame's Championship Chaplain. It features the life and guidance of the late uh, Father James Reilly, who helped players and coaches for more than 40 years become successful, not only at Notre Dame, but in uh, professional football or their business careers afterward. So I was able to interview people years later about the influence that he had. Uh, just trying to teach people to do things the right way. One great story is the head of a brewery in Pittsburgh who was somebody who grew up in a housing project in Cambridge, Massachusetts, was the all-time leading hockey scorer in Notre Dame history who had some problems adjusting to college life. He's the first person in his family who ever went to school. Wow. And he was able to get his Notre Dame degree because Father really helped keep him on the right path, kept him in school even though there were times where he might have been, had a little discipline issue once in a while. And uh, Father <laughs> really know. would give him some tough love, fatherly advice, but also lay it on the line that he has a great opportunity and a chance to seize it, would give second chances. And he made the most of a, a second chance he described in my book. And here he became a great visitor leader, an employer, a turnaround expert who now is the head of, um, uh, of the great brewery in Pittsburgh. And, and the, the stories like that are, are endless. It just didn't stop with one person. So that's a great example. And he actually was a good investor, too. He was the rare priest who got an MBA and was able to raise quite a bit of scholarship money at Notre Dame. and and made their Letterman's Club the uh, best-funded scholarship program in the country.
2: That's really exciting to have been able to work on a project like that. What do you find um, that brings you the greatest pleasure about writing?
1: I think it's telling people something I think can transform their lives, either can help them have a retirement if they are worried about it, and can basically make their lives better now and in the future. So I I like the transformational opportunities to write where you really – take somebody in a certain spot they have worries they have concerns uh, they have doubts and help to erase those things and solve their problems i think that's one of the real powers of writing uh, you can be powerful in terms of advocacy for any kind of program but in this case i'm you know really trying to advocate for people having better lives whether it's their health or their wealth or, or, or their spiritual life well
2: and, and it's so important too because when we think about our wealth you know we think oh you know We get some of these mixed messages about altruism and how it's maybe bad to build wealth. But the reality is we're living longer. And if we're retiring at the same age but living longer, we have to amass more wealth if we expect to be able to survive. Forget about thriving and flying around on private planes in retirement. If you just want to not have to eat dog food, we have to plan for retirement. Because we're going to be there
1: a long time. It's so true. I'm actually working on another book about dividends. And, and one thing I'm, I'm trying to bring across to people is there are different ways to invest. You don't have to go for the high-flying companies. I had a young man who approached me here at Freedom Fest who had just spent $6,000 on uh, gold. And so that's one way to approach it. But I said, well, how much is your overall portfolio? And it wasn't much more than $25,000. dollars <laughs> Uh, and, then, and then much of the rest of his money was in mining, mining companies. And so he was really focused on commodities and gold. It's great if they go up, but you need to sort of try to be diversified too. And I said, you're a bright young man. You're asking good questions. You know, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket at this stage and gamble your whole future on one commodity or one precious metal. So it's the kind of thing that can be important for people at any age, whether you're young and don't have a whole lot of money to invest, or you're older and need to protect what you have to make sure that you have enough to last you uh, as you live longer lives as we we increasingly are in this country.
2: So from a personal finance perspective, and for somebody who is maybe struggling with debt and knows they should be saving, but haven't started saving, what would be one piece of advice you could give them that would compel them to, even if it's just a few dollars a day or a few dollars a week, you know, what, what what advice would you give them to get started?
1: I will start by saying, think about the magic of compounding. You start generating income now and you get interest and then you have basically a chance to not only have the principal, but they draw interest on the interest that you've already earned from previous payments. So that's the one thing that I would say. It's not too early to start In fact, your money will help you uh, uh, much better later on. So if you can hold off on spending, uh, maybe go to visit some museums that won't charge you or do some things that won't cost you a lot of money when you're looking for entertainment as a young person. Let's face it, you're young, you've got a lot of energy, you can do all kinds of things. You don't need to have somebody else entertain you for two hours if they're going to charge you $100 for a ticket for a concert. You can find a way to have some fun yourself. If you look around and you've got some good friends and some people who will you know, enjoy times, good times with you, and, and it's very important to be judicious, not to overspend, not to go for the huge wardrobe. You don't need to have you know, multiple outfits for every occasion when you're just out of school and you might be paying off student debt. You don't want to get deeper into debt. So that's the biggest advice that I would have is start early, take advantage of the magic of compounding. And let that work for you so that your money's doing more of the work than, than you than you have to do when you're in your later years.
2: That's great advice, Paul. Thank you so much for being a part of Unlock Your Wealth TV. Thank you and, so much. And uh, for those of you out there, if you didn't catch his name, it's Paul Dykowitz. And I will have all of his website information up on our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. So thank you so much again for stopping by. And for Paul Dykowitz, I'm Heather Wagenhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. Wasn't that a great interview? It was really good. I'm really excited about them too because they actually want me to start writing for some of their publications and start making contributions. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it was really cool. You know, and it was so great because Mark himself sent Paul over uh-huh. to see me to get interviewed, and yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, this is so great. Nice. Yeah. You know, we we had the best time, but I, I have to tell you though, it was a little lonely without you. Even though we were caught up in all the TV things, we missed. We missed our maestro. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> the baseball game was good, but next year I'll make sure I don't book a. Uh,
2: I know because it's Freedom Fest X. It's the 10th Freedom Fest. It's going to be off the charts.
0: Yeah. I, I got the dates in the book.
2: Okay. Yeah, we'll be there. It'll be huge. No, I'm really excited about that. But we've got so many great interviews. So, we're going to start trickling them out. If you want to if you are impatient, you can go to our uh, TV channel um at YouTube at Heather Wagon Halls and get all of the videos. But if you want to listen to them while you're driving around, you're going to have to wait as we trickle out the rest of these Freedom Fest interviews. But uh this is just, this was a really great one. I really liked it because this is kind of, you know, uh the Scousons were the foundation for Freedom Fest. you know, and they started it when he was part of Fee, which is that foundation for economic education okay. that I like so mm-hmm. much. Yep. And so they were, it was Fee Fest back in the day. <laughs> is Fee, what it, Fest. Fee Fest is what it was. And, um, they, they, when they, um, when the twin towers fell down, they figured probably a lot of people aren't going to want to be in one location where a whole bunch of terrorists just blew up a big yeah, building, exactly. you know? So that's why they moved it to Las Vegas. Yeah. And that's a, but, and, and they also changed the name to Freedom Fest, but it's the most amazing thing. And then, you know, with the addition of the film festival giving, you know, libertarian and freedom and economic minded folks an opportunity to showcase their Television work and their film work and their creativity is just has taken it to another level. I mean, this film festival is highly competitive now Mm -hmm. to get into it. Mm. I mean, and and they had so many awards. They had like six or eight different categories, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. for the different types of films and different categories to compete in. So, you know, I really want to do a documentary about the the finance industry. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this will be a great place to showcase that film. (laughs) I know. And the maestro can score it. It'll be fabulous. Uh, so I think that, um, I think that it'll be really, really good, um, uh, uh, for us to continue to be involved. I think it's a great partnership and I'm so grateful to Freedom Fest for inviting us as a, as a media participant, because everybody we would like to talk to (laughs) was right there in one place. And and I think that the, the one theme that I think what is you know, somebody says, well, isn't that a political thing, Heather? Why are you there? Your money. And I'm like, well, without personal And political freedom, we cannot have financial freedom. Yeah. It's just the bottom line. Yeah. it's just the way it is so I was really excited to have them on and it was so great to have Paul I, I thought this was one of um, uh, our stellar interviews that we had he's a great speaker and he was just he was so fun and 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 we just he was everywhere this man was just in 80 directions at mm-hmm. once and he, he was calm cool and collected the whole time so it was pretty exciting so anyway uh, so for those of you that want more information about all of the different publications because again remember reading is your foundation for financial freedom uh, just visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com and visit Paul's show page. For the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
0: Unlockyourwealthradio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. Unlockyourwealthradio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches financial wellness series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.